Thank you, precious Father, Lord, for this wonderful time, Lord, where we have gathered here virtually, Lord, across the globe, Jesus, different parts of the country, Lord. But you, O oh God, who are in the midst of us, Father, we know that you have a word for us, Jesus, that you're going to bless us, Lord, that you know our hearts, Lord Jesus, and that your word says, according to Acts 20, 24, if I only I may finish my course with joy. Father, Lord, we thank you, Lord, anoint this message, precious Father, and whoever hears this message, Lord Jesus, let them be blessed, O God, and that something happen in the spirit, Lord Jesus. In Jesus' name I pray, amen, amen, and amen. Hallelujah. So while I was waiting on the Lord, what message I should share uh, with the church? You know, there's so many things were coming in my head, and I was asking, Lord, Lord, I need something specific that what you want me to share to the house of God church in Arizona, Phoenix. And while I was waiting, I, I heard a voice uh, in the morning, you know, it just said, hear his voice. And I knew in my spirit that the Lord wants me to share about hearing his voice. And it's, it's one of the important things in our life that we do all these things. To, uh, we do all these things to please God. We meditate the word, we read, we pray. But most often we don't hear his voice and what we think is uh, why is he not why is God not answering my prayers or why I am not able to hear from him so what happens is we are always surrounded in a noisy atmosphere and we don't allow our hearts to hear his voice and then our minds and hearts are always focused on the worldly things we hear news we uh, there's a lot of chaos and destruction and everything is engrossed and we are so much engrossed in the pleasures of the world or our daily routines. And what happens is most of the times our prayer pattern becomes like a ritual. And that's when we need to be very careful, church, you know, because we think that by doing this, we are pleasing God. But it can be that our hearts and minds can be far from God. And when our hearts and minds are filled with doubt, fear, confusion, unbelief, that's when we need to understand what's going on. I'm reading the word, I'm going to church, I'm, I'm meditating on the scriptures, but still, why is that I still go through these things? Why there is doubt uh, in my head? Why there is confusion? Why there's some kind of, some kind of unbelief in my heart? Why am I not able to believe? Uh, what God is telling me in the scriptures, why I'm not able to see that. Because what we think, our, our mind, what it thinks is, we believe in our heart that by spending two or three hours in prayer, watching or a sermon online or reading a scripture, we think that we have given our attendance to the Lord and the Lord is pleased. But we need to understand that the Lord is never pleased with all these things. However, these are good things. I'm not saying that reading a scripture is bad or going to church is bad. I'm not saying that. But we shouldn't miss the most important thing is our relationship or our communion with Jesus. So that's when we need to be very much careful. Because prayer is something that two people have. It's like a dialogue. But most often what we pray is, you would obviously agree with me that, you know, we ask for needs. We say, Lord, bless my family, bless my family. I believe that you're able to hear me now. 
So prayer is something that with two people, you know, there, it's a dialogue between God. And what we do most of the time is we ask our needs. We pray for our family. We ask God to bless our finances, our money. We pray for our relatives. And the list goes on and on and on. And then in the final, what we do is, in Jesus' name I pray, amen. Now that's all good. I'm not saying that's that's a bad thing or it's not I'm not saying that we shouldn't ask God. The Bible says, whatever you ask in my name, you should receive it. The Bible itself quotes in the gospel. That's very true. But most important today, what God wants us to learn is that we need to understand and question these things to ourselves. That did Jesus communicate with me? Did he speak to me? Did I hear his voice? Did he instruct me something? Did he say to do these things, how I followed his voice? And that is what the message is all about today. That, and that's what the Lord taught me uh, while waiting on, on Lord. How to hear his voice. And that's, that's a message. How to hear his voice. Are we hearing his voice? So let's not just settle for some kind of a doctrine or a ritual. You know, that's something, again, we'll be deceived. We need to be very careful. Now, if you read in the Gospel of John, chapter 5, verse 39 to 40. Book of John, chapter 5, verse 39 to 40. I'll read the scriptures for you. It says, You search the scriptures because you think that in them you have eternal life. And it is these that bear witness to me, and you are unwilling to come to me that you may have eternal life. I'll read that again. You search the scriptures because you think that in them you have eternal life. And it is these that bear witness to me and you are unwilling to come to me that you may have eternal life. Now we assume that we can acquire you know, correct type, uh, correct type of doctrine and have a head kind of a knowledge from the scripture. We can learn what the word says about Christ and become satisfied with that kind of information. But we need to understand that this will not profit our spirit at all. Because the Bible itself is saying in the book of John chapter 5, you search the scriptures. So we search scriptures. Okay. And we think, okay, that if I see, check the scriptures, I'm going to have eternal life. And I'm going to bear witness with Jesus. But here the Lord is saying, Jesus himself is speaking these words. To the disciples and he's saying and you are unwilling to come to me so there is some kind of unwillingness that we are not able to come to jesus because if you come to jesus we will hear a voice he'll we will hear his voice and when we hear his voice we will obey his voice and when we obey his voice we'll be obeyed obeyed to his word amen and 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 it goes on but here we are unwilling to obey god's voice but we are reading scripture. So we think by reading scriptures and going to church, I'm going to have eternal life. The Bible itself says that that itself is not going to work that out. Because until unless we do not have a communion with Jesus, if we do not have that intimate relationship with Jesus, what good it is going to do? And that is why uh, we need to understand that we need to hear the voice of God. It's always a two-way connection it's not just only one way i get up in the morning i pray lord bless me with this bless me my bless my food bless my job bless my husband and in the name of jesus amen no we also need to sit and wait upon the lord to hear his voice what is that he wants us to do so we need to ask god what should i do in order that i can hear my shepherd's voice 
because when you hear his voice there will be instructions from him guidance from him corrections from him and learning from him and teaching from him now if you read in the book of psalm 32 verse 8 it says very clearly i will instruct you and teach you in the way you should go now god is saying that i will instruct you and i will teach you in the way you should go now god himself is going to instruct us people and he's going to teach us which way is the right way for us and then he says i will counsel you who are willing to learn with my eye upon you amen and that is why we need to wait on the lord to hear his voice because when we hear his voice that's when god will instruct us something so if you are praying for any kind of a situation or any kind of a circumstance or a challenge if you are going through in our life some kind of a difficulty we need to stop and wait on the lord and we need to wait from the lord to hear his voice and that's when god will say my child this is not the way what you're doing is wrong i'll i'll direct your path you want to put some investments god will say okay don't invest in this particular property or this particular place go and invest in that land god will instruct you because he wants to teach you something and he wants to counsel you and he says that if you're willing to learn i am with you my eyes is upon you so when you're willing to learn see there is a willingness to learn and you need to be obedient to the voice of god and you need to follow the instructions what god says but most of the christians what we do is we reject the voice of god we don't want any instructions from god we don't want any kind of counsel from god if god teaches us something and he says okay leave this habit we are stubborn in our heart and we don't want to leave uh, those kind of ways and yet we ask lord why is my prayer not be answered why am i still stagnant here why am i stuck here because there is a path of disobedience between you and god you are doing you, again you become religious that is why in the beginning i said don't make your prayer pattern a ritual because that's when you you are becoming like a more traditional believer or a traditional christian which god doesn't want because god wants you and me to have a relationship with him amen and if you read in the book of hebrews chapter 4 verse 7 and if if we if we turn our bible hebrews chapter 4 and then if we, if we read from the verse 6 onwards it says very clearly so god's rest is there for people to enter but those who first heard this good news failed to enter because they disobeyed god now who is that first here the author of hebrews is saying those who heard first this good news failed to enter because they disobeyed god that is the old testament people the old covenant people the israelites they disobeyed god and that's why they could not come into the rest with god and the seventh verse it says so god set another time for entering his rest and at that time is today god announced this through david much later in the words already quoted today when you hear his voice don't harden your hearts amen see what the scripture is saying in the book of hebrews chapter 4 verse 7 it says today when you hear his voice don't harden your hearts 
So most of the time or sometimes we hear the voice of God. It's loud, it's clear, it's audible to our spirit man. But yet we don't uh, choose to follow or obey God's voice. Why did the Israelites disobey God in the Old Testament? They never heard his voice so closely and didn't walk the path he said. And that is why God is saying, I have set another time for entering his rest. And that time is today. God announces to David much later in the words already quoted. Today when you hear your voice, don't harden your hearts. Amen. I had a relative, uh, you know, she when she spoke to me, she said, Jeans, uh, uh, you know, how could you forgive people so easily? I mean, they've hurted you, they have they have despised you, and they spoke so much about you. I said, if if you have the grace of God, and when you know that you have been forgiven by Jesus, it is very easy to do that. But she was like, you know, oh my God, that's so easily you even speak, you know, forgiveness but if i have to forgive somebody it will take five years for me to forgive that person i said my goodness five years what if you're going to die today and what you're going to present it in the front of the lord on the day of judgment what are you going to say and you you will be condemned because by not forgiving that other person so you need to do it now when god speaks to your heart it's now and and that's what happens we hear the voice of God, it's, it's clear, it's audible, but what happens is we choose to harden our hearts. That's why the word says, don't harden your hearts. That means in the past, people have hardened their hearts after hearing the voice of God. And, and that in addition to examine our scriptures, we also need to have a personal relationship with God. And, and he speaks to directly to us. If you read in the book of Exodus, chapter 15, verse 26, the Lord tells the Israelites to listen carefully to his voice and give heed to his commandments and statutes. If you read the Old Testament, God is always saying, I command you to do this. Listen to my voice. Obey my voice. Obey my commandment. And we listen to God by paying, paying attention to the scripture. But in the context, there were no commandments to heed. Now the Hebrews had recently come out of Egypt and had not yet reached Sinai. That is when God gave the law. So listening to God's voice came before the law was given. Even before the law was given, listening to God's voice was there much more before law. Because in the time of Abraham, there was no law. God spoke to Abraham. God spoke to Enoch. God spoke to Noah and they obeyed the voice of God. They heeded the voice of God. Though the world rejected Noah, though they thought that Noah was mad and this and that, why is he building this ark and you know all these things, but still he heard the instructions of God. He heard the voice of God. And today, more than that, in the New Testament, Jesus is the prime example for us, church. He heard the voice of the Father throughout his journey on this earth. If you read in the book of John chapter 5, verse 19 and 20, it says like this. Then answered Jesus and said unto them, Verily, verily, I say unto you, the Son can do nothing of himself, but what he sees the Father do, for what things soever he does, these also does the Son likewise. For the Father loves the Son and shows him all things that he himself doeth. And he will show him greater works than these that you may marvel. And the verse 30, it says, 
I can of my own self do nothing. As I hear, I judge. And my judgment is just. Because I seek not my own will, but the will of the Father which has sent me. Amen. Now, now you might, you might ask me, uh, Pastorina, what are the, how do we hear the voice of God? Tell us, how can we hear the voice of God? Of course, I'm praying and I am not able to hear. Now, these are the simple four keys or four points if, if you have to meditate on that how can you hear the voice of God? There are only four things and if you follow these four things in your day-to-day -day life, you will be able to hear the voice of God. You will be able to follow what God is saying. Amen. So the first one is stillness. So as I told you in the beginning that most of the time our life is always chaos. We are surrounded by noise and, and all these things. But to hear the voice of God, our mind, our heart, our soul should be quiet. We need to quiet ourselves so that we can hear the voice of God. So we need to be still. That's what the Bible says. Be still. Know that I'm here. Know that I'm God. So you, we need to uh, imbibe in us the stillness. We need to, sometimes we need to be still. You need to wait on God. As I told you that you need to, we need to also allow God to talk to us, that we could hear his voice. It's not that only one way of signal that we only we are talking. So the first point what we need to do is we need to still ourselves. We need to quieten ourselves. We need to calm down. And then the second thing is we need to look for the vision as we pray. There's always a vision which God gives us when we pray. It's just not that we're praying in the air and, okay, we prayed and, and I've done my duty. You know, as I told you, we should not make prayer as a ritual. And that's why the second point, what we need to do is we need to look for a vision as we pray. And the third thing is spontaneity. Now, we need to recognize God's voice as a spontaneous thought that lifts up upon our mind. You know, as I told, God speaks to us in that still, small voice, our inner voice. Sometimes He speaks to our thoughts. You know, when we are waiting on the Lord, God puts thoughts in our heart, in our mind. That's when you need to recognize that it's God's voice. And the moment you hear the voice of God, God will say, okay, do this, do this. This is what you're supposed to do. You need to give up on these habits. You know, this is what you need to more walk closely to me. You know, God will speak to our spirit and we will instantly know that it is God, God's voice. And the fourth thing what we need to do is, the moment we hear God's voice, the moment we, we know it's God who's speaking to us, we need to journal down that. We need to write down that flow of thoughts and the pictures, what God is giving us in our heart. And we need to make a note of it. Quickly, because the Satan, the Bible says, the Satan comes to steal, kill and destroy. If we miss what God is speaking to us and we miss on that writing down or journaling down, we will forget that what God has given us a revelation. That is why it is important that we always carry a, a book and a pen or, you know, or instantly if, if you have your mobile handy, open the notes on the mobile app and just make note what God is speaking to your heart. And that is why it's important. If you read in, in the book of Habakkuk, if you read in the book of Habakkuk, 
chapter 2 verse 1 to 3 it says like this i will stand on my guard post and station myself on the rampart i will keep watch to see what he will speak to me he means that is god now habakkuk is a prophet is waiting on god he's waiting and he's waiting uh, on god waiting to hear the voice of god so he's saying this i will stand on my guard post and station myself on the rampart and i will keep watch to see what he will speak to me he is here is god i will keep a watch to see what god will speak to me and how i may reply when i am reproved then the lord answered me now lord is answering to habaku and said record the vision and inscribe it on tablets that one who reads it may run for the vision is yet for the appointed time it hastens toward the goal and it will not fail though it tarries wait for it for it will certainly come it will not delay now what are the four points what the prophet abaku is telling us is to be still the first one that is i will stand on my guard post second i will keep a watch to see now he's waiting and watching and fixing his eyes on jesus to see what he's going to tell the third one that's when your spirit is connected to god's spirit and he will speak to you god will speak to your heart that is the flow of thoughts which comes in your heart and finally god himself says to habaku record the vision that is write down the flow of thoughts that light upon your heart and mind amen now like me habaku is also seeking a spiritual experience he wants to hear the voice of god the rema word spoken directly into his heart so that he can gain some understanding concerning the calamity was seeing around him so what does the prophet habaku does is he goes to a quiet place where he can be alone and become still and he stations himself there waiting for god to speak and then he quiets himself within by watching to see what god will say in if you read the above verse it says habaku 11 that this is the burden which habaku the prophet saw the burden which habaku the prophet did see o lord how long shall i cry and thou will not hear even cry out unto thee of violence and thou will not save now here the prophet habaku is crying unto lord and he's waiting to hear from god and that's when in if you if you see in in the second chapter one to three verses he goes and makes himself still he quiets himself he fixes his eyes upon jesus upon god and he then he comes down and then that's when god speaks to him and that's when he starts writing his vision now god has spoken the rema word to the prophet abaku in a vision so it becomes very important for us that we focus our eyes our hearts upon god fixing our eyes upon jesus now if you see in the book of hebrews chapter 12 verse 2 it says looking only at jesus the originator and perfecter of the faith who for the joy set before him endured the cross despising the shame and has sat down at the right hand of the throne of god now if you read if you see the uh, book of revelation the apostle john has used the same kind of four keys and and that is the reason today we have the book of revelation 
It says in Revelation chapter 1 verse 10 to 11, I was in the spirit on the Lord's day. Now, John is writing this. He's saying, I was in the spirit on the Lord's day and I heard behind me a loud voice like the sound of a trumpet saying, write in a book what you see and send it to the seven churches. So, now God is instructing Apostle John and he, and he says to him, write in a book what you see. If, if John had not quietened himself, he wouldn't have the visitation of the Lord and the book of Revelation would not be in existence and we people living in this era we would have been perished because there's so much is written in the book of Revelation the preparation for the bride of the church and, and about the rapture, the tribulation, everything, what's going to happen in the coming days. And we are living in that end times. And that is why if Apostle John has not jotted down, not journaled, not written what the Lord has spoken to him, today we would not have the book of Revelation. So what God, uh, what John did, the Apostle John, he quietened himself down, he heard a voice, and then, in the still small voice of God, he started to write this book of Revelation. And again, if you see, what, God, what John being obedient to the voice of God, that led us into 22 chapters of the book of Revelation. That means God has spoken to John in detail. Every detail is being written. Now, in the Old Testament as well, we also have Elijah. The prophet Elijah who stilled himself by going to a cave to listen to God. Now also we know King David. He commanded his soul to wait in silence for God only. Daniel also, if you if you, if you read the book of Daniel, he went alone to his chamber and looked towards Jerusalem. And three times a day he used to spend in the presence of God. And Jesus is the biggest example. He regularly took time away from the multitudes, even with his own disciples, to be alone to pray to the Father. And our dear Apostle Paul, if you read, it says that he went to the desert, Arabian desert, wherein he wanted to spend time all alone to hear the voice of God. And that is why it is very important for us to be still and seeing the vision. Now, Abraham also God spoke to him, God promised him, and he, he seen the vision. Like Jacob, if you read the gospel in, in the Old Testament, it says that he seen the ladder and the angels, and Moses seeing the burning bush. All these people are the examples in the Bible that how they're still uh, and uh, seeing the vision of God. Now, the Bible says in, in the book of Numbers 12, 6, now hear my words, if there is a prophet among you, I the Lord will make myself known to him in a vision. I will speak with him in a dream. So in those days, it's a usual way of speaking to prophets is through a vision. And in our culture, seeing such is like, you know, we think it's like an extraordinary, oh, would God speak to me? Would he appear to me in vision? Of course, because the Bible says God is the same. Yesterday, today and forever, he is the same God. And the third point is hearing the voice of God and the thoughts which flows in our heart. Like Elijah heard God speak in a still voice. You know, so many things. And, and that is why if you, if you read the book of Psalms, David has written the book of Psalms because he, he heard the voice of God and he started to journal it. And, and like as I told you, the Apostle John. And the word says, 
in john chapter 10 verse 27 it says he said my sheep hear my voice now we know that if we are his sheep if we if we call jesus as a good shepherd we know that we are a sheep and my sheep hear my voice now when we say that we are god's sheep that means we not only hear the voice of jesus but we also obey the voice of jesus as i said you in the psalms it says that whatever he instructs us he says this is what you need to do these are the habits you need to leave these are the things which you need to give up on you need to forgive quickly you need to repent quickly turn your ways all these things when god speaks to our heart we need to instantly obey the voice of god not that i will say okay let me do it after 10 years let me finish my job let me finish uh, my family time and i will do it later no when you hear the voice of god that means it's a season of now now is the time the bible says faith is now it's not later and when you hear the voice of god that's when we need to sit down and say yes lord i am ready to obey your voice and we cannot be disobedient to, to the voice of god like last week when I preached, I told that disobedience leads to the curses, not to one person, but to generations. But one man's obedience will lead to blessings, to generations. So today we are left with the choice, church, whether we want to obey and heed the voice of God or whether we hear the voice of God, but still disobey his voice. So the choice is given to us. God has given this choice to us. And that is why as a Christian, as a believer, as a child of God, we need to understand that hearing the voice of God is so important in our lives. Because if we don't hear the voice of God, we will not understand what is that God is want to tell us, what is that God wants to speak to us. And we just keep doing things in our own uh, fleshly desire, in our own strength. But if we do things in our own strength, we will never see success for the long run. We will not be blessed in the long run and the enemy will try to steal, come and destroy. And then we are always uh, frustrated, we are rejected and, and we feel so alone in our life. And then we go into the, into the mode of depression and loneliness. But when we obey the voice of God, when we heed the voice of God, that's when we need to not only hear the voice of God, but also we need to put that word into obedience and say, yes, Lord. If God says you, okay, this is what you're supposed to do. Just do that way. It might be difficult. People might not agree with you. There might be people who will disagree with, your, with the things what you're saying, just like Noah. People came and mocked at him, laughed at him, made fun of Noah. But he said, Lord, I hear your voice. Amen. So stillness, vision and spontaneity and journaling, writing down. That's when you're able to hear the voice of God. Amen. Lord, we thank you, Lord Jesus, for this wonderful word of God. Thank you, precious Father, that yes, you are going to help us to hear your voice more clearly, precious Father. That we, oh Lord, know that we are able to follow your word and be obedient to your word so that we will reap the blessings of god in jesus name we pray amen amen and amen